Hi, welcome to Hollywood Crime Scene. This is Rachel Fisher. Hi, this is Desi Jettikin. Uh, hey. We're getting through it. We're, <laughs> this is the <laughs> second episode in a night we're recording, and it's getting late. So, uh, But we got a lot to talk about. Oh, cool. So our biggest story of the week, I would say, has to be the Britney Spears stuff. Yeah. That was like a crazy... I mean, Britney Twitter went wild right. when this story broke. So I believe The Blast was the first news outlet to sort of break this story. Uh, and the story is that... And this was uh, from... Uh, this is from September 3rd. On September 3rd, The Blast reported that Jamie Spears, Britney's father, was under investigation after an altercation with Britney's 13-year-old son, Sean Preston. Now, Jamie Spears allegedly broke down the door to get Sean Preston and then violently shook him during an argument. Right. So Kevin Federline got involved, who's obviously the child's father, and filed like for a restraining order yeah. against... Which seems like a no-brainer. I mean, right. yeah. But, but that story was like, oh my God. Because like Britney fans and anyone who's like involved in the free Britney movement yes. has been antagonistic towards Jamie Spears... He's definitely the villain. Yeah. He is the villain in this whole saga. Now, uh, if you don't remember from our free Britney episode we did with Tess, or you just are out of the loop on this whole story, Jamie Spears has been the conservator of Britney Spears since 2008. So on September 6th, The Blast reported that Jamie Spears filed to temporarily relinquish his conservatorship of Britney. And that was like... Oh That's my God, shocking, yeah. that was the shocking news. Now, a few days ago on the 9th, The Blast reported that Jamie Spears was officially out as conservator. Britney's longtime care manager, a woman named Jody Montgomery, had temporarily stepped into the role of the conservator. According to the court order, Jody will have power to, quote, limit visitors by any means, provided that Jody shall not prevent Britney from meeting with her attorney with her court-appointed attorney. Jody will also have access to Britney's medical records as well as full communication with her doctors. I mean, that's really like the full story. I Do you have any other... No. I mean, it's interesting yeah. to me. Because I don't feel like I've ever heard a case like this. Do you know what I mean? Like with a big star having yeah. this conservatorship type thing. Especially going for like a decade now. Yeah. It's yeah. been going it's on for so long. Like it's when, just suspicious. Yeah. And then the other crazy thing, this was only reported in a few diff- few outlets. TMC, TMZ broke the story and I like rarely use TMZ as a source just because I hate their company. Yeah. I think they're really shitty. Um, but I will report it because it was, this story kind of went viral on Twitter among Britney fans. And that is that Britney Spears' doctor died suddenly. Oh. Remember that? Yeah. And people were kind of going Jeffrey Epstein conspiracy theorists on this. Yeah. They're like, why did he die? Why did he die? However, he, I think that headline was a little misleading because in this story, at least it says Dr. Timothy Benson died in Santa Monica on August 24th. Okay, so, so that's it was before this stuff was before kinda, this yeah. story happened. Um, but although I do believe that August twenty fourth was the time was actually the day that the child uh, alleged child abuse happened. Oh, so maybe that's why people were freaking out. Right, there was a little bit of a overlap. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, like I said, this is a story reported from TMZ. Um, 
Okay, yeah, it says the timing is significant. Sources connected to Brittany tell TMZ that the judge will receive a report within the next 10 days from a court-appointed evaluator who has spent more than three months determining if her medical and other care was appropriate. Um, The cause of death has not been disclosed. Sources tell us the 48-year-old psychiatrist died from an aneurysm. Okay. Okay, we'll update you on any other information on that. Um, I just felt like that was like the main celebrity sort of crime story from this week. Now, let's talk about Lenny Dykstra. Oh, God. Look, we talk about him a lot on this show, (laughs) but I can't help it if new stuff doesn't just keep coming up. Look, he's a content creator. He's (laughs) creating content on the internet. He created some pretty amazing content. Yeah. A couple days ago. So the night before September 11th, Lenny Dykstra tweeted out a musing about, you know, huh, it's funny when you think about it yeah. kind of tweet. And no, a lot of people did not find it funny. I personally found it hilarious because it was so disgusting uh, for him to tweet that. So let's read what his tweet said. Hashtag 9-11 dot dot dot. Neither here nor there. But just think, if you were born on that terrible day, tonight is your last night of being jailbait anywhere in this country. (laughs) I mean, when I saw that tweet, I literally lost my shit because I think it took me a second. Like I was like, read it. I was like, Lenny. And then I was like, wait, he tweeted this the night before 9-11. Like, this is your last day to be jailbait. Yes. Like, do you know what I mean? It took me like a second to fully grasp how disgusting it was. Yeah. I... I think the funny thing, though, and I, you're probably going to get into this, is how hard he dunked on everybody well, dissing yeah, him. Well, that's next. But I also want to mention that the tweet wasn't just words. He also included a graph. Right. The age of consent <laughs> he, across he, the country. He included like a chart of like the age of consent from Look, age 16 to 18. Across. He's a scientist. <laughs> He's a scientist. He had to be thorough. And people in his mentions were like, where'd you get the graph from? You just have that on hand? Right. Like it's in his wallet laminated or something. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so he knows he's like, where am I right now? What is that? Kentucky? Okay, okay I'm good to I'm go. I'm good to go. You're 16, honey. <laughs> <laughs> he's awful. So Lenny basically like got ratioed for this tweet. And like everyone was like, sir, I'm calling the FBI. Yeah. Like, and just like people were so like, oh my God, how dare you tweet this? He was going hard on people though. But he was relentless. In sort of dunking, like, I mean, it was like he was bodying people. Like, I mean, it was kind of incredible. Um, He basically told this, like, like serious sports journalist that he was a human jockstrap or something. Right. That's my friend. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I texted him after that. Yeah. Oh, you did? What did you say? I was like, I was like, wow, Lenny Dykstra, huh? (laughs) (laughs) He went after you. Yeah. And he was just like, you know, he thought he thinks the whole tweet is insane. And he was like defending himself. Like people were like, why are you thinking about this on 9-11, Lenny? And he was like, actually, I tweeted it yesterday. That is pretty easy to find. Two, no one cares about the how many years have passed so quickly thing when it's just some ordinary August 23rd or whatever. Note, I didn't Google it. And some... Big may well have happened on a recent August 23rd. I don't know what that happened. What that? <laughs> I means. think he's trying to say like no one would have cared if he's like everyone born on August 23rd is no longer jail bait. And then he it's said, like, yeah, because it is a little extra gross that it's 9-11, you idiot. Like, <laughs> like, hello. Like, 
And then he said, and if you have a problem with 18 year, 18 years old, having sex, make a push to change the law. But I'm guessing so many of the middle-aged men showing their outrage would now would much rather sleep with someone born on nine eleven oh one or in a few hours, nine twelve oh one than someone born the same day as them. Ugh, Lenny. Lenny. First of all, Lenny, I've complained about this before. You follow hot mom account and she's like 60 with huge tits. So he does like fucking older women or women his age. Yeah. Like, I don't know what he's talking about. Oh, he called your friend. I'm sorry. He didn't call him a human jockstrap. He called him a professional jock sniffer. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for that clarification. <laughs> sorry. I'm a journalist. <laughs> Oh, I'd like to add an, an, a note from the editor. Yeah. I'm sorry for the error. But then the, the icing on the cake was today. So today, Lenny, after spending literally all of September, this is what he did on September 11th. Imagine he, spending that much time just to give in finally. No. Yeah. He spent the whole day defending this tweet. Yeah. He spent all of 9 And I felt like... I read his mention and were in tears. I was... like, Because he... He literally replied to almost everybody. I I was literally in pain laughing because it actually like really hurts to laugh still because I'm in so much back pain. Right. So like I it was worth it though. Yeah. Because like it's I was insane. in tears it's laughing. It's a one of a kind Twitter moment. Like, All of his fucking responses. He was like doubling, tripling, quadrupling, quintupling down. He would not, he was not going to delete this fucking And tweet. he was being mean, like yeah. brutally mean to people. Yeah. Like, he was like, I just looked at your profile. Looks like you only have 13 <laughs> followers. Who You're cares? ugly, honey. <laughs> just brutal (laughs) so then he does something that i lost a little respect for him in this moment right i was a little disappointed in him because this uh at night uh that night september 11th at 8 55 p.m after he spent the entire day defending this tweet of his he tweets out this nails here the college student intern responsible for the tweet about age of consent in 18 years since 9-11 is going to be taking a break to focus on schoolwork. I had indeed mentioned to her now how quickly time had flown by. She meant no harm and will learn from the experience. And yes, she is 18, recently turned 19, in fact. So is she 19 or 18? First of all, that's a lie. Well, the whole thing He's is a joke. He's trying to make a joke. He's trying to be funny. And it's just stupid. I like that that's a, that's a thought, like a dirtbags version of being formal because he said indeed like (laughs) like you can tell he's trying to be like legalese or something like and then he says read time flying by keep in mind that i've done some time in prison and that makes time go by much more slowly not quickly believe me I like how to bring that in. Guys, I was in prison. Yeah. Please be nice. Please. But didn't he have a funny line where he said he learned how to read because he was in the cooler? <laughs> he did say that. Someone was like, you don't know how to read. He's like, yes, I do. I learned But because someone cool- dunked on him by saying something about uh, Steinbeck of Mice and Men. They called him Lenny from Of Mice and Men. And he's like, I like grapes of wrath, yeah. dumbass. <laughs> he, like, he got all literary, a literary dunk on them, which I actually did not seem co- see coming. I didn't see that coming It was either. a, I, I guffawed. I would say that uh, this was a great Lenny Dykstra week. I think we're just going to have to have a specific Lenny Dykstra Who segment. Who knew that he would become this ongoing topic? Right. I literally had no idea. And I would just like to say something to the smartasses in the Facebook group. Oh. <laughs> I do not love Lenny Dykstra anymore. I had a crush on him when I was very young. And there was one year of his life where he was incredibly hot. 
maybe a few years. It was 1986. So if you, if you look at him now, you're not going to see right. his hotness. He was a very different looking person in the 80s. He was hot for like the late 80s. Plus he was also like a hot dirtbag. He looked like someone who like beat the shit out of kids in junior high. Like, you know what I mean? He didn't come from a, a, a cheery upbringing. He definitely looked like he grew up in a he tough environment. He looked like a shithead. Yeah. Uh, but he was hot. This is not, I'm not in love with a guy who's pink wearing polo shirts and khaki shorts. <laughs> like, come on, guys. Yeah. Get real. He, so. He's not hot anymore. No. But there was a time where he was not only hot, but hot shit. Yeah, like you have you to look understand. at him in those periods. He was cocky and like fucking cute, but like he was also a huge fucking star. Yeah, so look that up before you judge. Right, look him up in 1986. There's a very famous poster of his called Nails. Put it in the Google. Do look up Lenny Dykstra Nails 1986 yeah, poster. He's hot. That's the poster Desi had on our wall. Exactly, and jerked off looking at it every night <laughs> while she was listening to Debbie Gibson. <laughs> Lost in your eyes. That's a true story. I didn't make it up. That actually happened. true. So, yeah. Stop jumping on down my back. I like hot guys. <laughs> and according to Letty, he's really good at fucking. So, there. Oh, yeah. Somebody, somebody uh, made some comment about, like, him and his nasty tongue. And he was like, oh, oh yeah. I know you want to hear about my nasty tongue. Dude, I... So, look... Part of me is like disgusted by Lenny Dexter, but part of me when I was like quote tweeting him or whatever, I wanted to say, Lenny, please follow me. <laughs> like I was desperate for I him to him follow me. I want him to come me. on the show. I would love to have him on the show. He's such so a mess. He's I should make an amends. Mess. I feel like I could get Lenny Dexter now. For the first time in my life, I you do feel like-, feel like I could get him. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you could too. I mean, come on. Yeah. I'm pretty cute. He's gross. He's gross. He now. would think I was smart. And sexy, <laughs> and he he would think you were like. I think I could get him. He would be like, "She's feisty. I like her." Right? Because I would be like, "Lenny, I support you." <laughs> I don't know. Right? That's bullshit. He'd be like, "She's not a triggered snowflake." Yeah, yeah. I think I could get him. Totally. We'll see. We'll keep you updated. We'll keep you updated on Desi's pursuit of Lenny Dykstra. It's so disgusting. Yeah, but absolutely. I'm, but I support it. Look, it's a good story. Yeah, <laughs> we do it for the show. I only do things for the show now. I have no dignity. Same. Beauty should be good for you, and that's why we're excited to tell you about Beauty Counter. Beauty Counter is a clean makeup and skincare brand that started in 2013, disrupting the beauty industry by shedding a light on the need for stronger ingredient regulations in the personal care products that we use daily. Today, Beauty Counter is the leading clean beauty brand creating innovative and high-performing products that are safer and cleaner than even their like-minded competitors. So what do we mean by clean? Over 1,800 questionable ingredients are never used in Beauty Counter's formulations. They call this their never list. You can learn more at beautycounter.com, where you're also going to want to check out their incredible products. Best of all, if you're a new customer and you order through March 15th, you'll get free shipping on your order of $100 or more when you use the code HOLLYWOOD. Once again, to get free shipping on your order of $100 or more, go to beautycounter.com and use the code HOLLYWOOD. As most of us have found out the hard way, getting into debt is easy, getting out of it is hard, especially if your credit score isn't great. Thankfully, now there's Upstart.com, the revolutionary lending platform that knows you're more than just your credit score and offers smarter interest rates to help you pay off high-interest credit card debt. I know firsthand that there's nothing more frustrating than trying to pay something down and your payments are pretty much just paying off the interest. 
Upstart goes beyond the traditional credit score when assessing your credit worthiness. Upstart believes you're more than just your credit score. They believe in you. The best part? Once the loan is approved and accepted, most people get their funds the very next business day. Over 400,000 people have used Upstart to pay off credit cards or meet their financial goals. So free yourself from the burden of high-interest credit card debt by consolidating everything into one monthly payment with Upstart. See why Upstart is top-ranked in their category with a 4.9 out of 5 rating on Trustpilot and hurry to upstart.com slash Hollywood to find out how low your Upstart rate is. Checking your rate only takes a few minutes. That's upstart.com slash Hollywood. Do you have, that's really all the stories from this week. Uh, Do you have any movie, TV, podcast, book recommendations? Well, I am continuing to watch 90 Day Fiance before the 90 days. So I am on season two now. Let's do our 90 day break right now. So if you want to fast forward 10 minutes, fucking have at it. Yeah. So I started on the season two. Mm-hmm. And in this season, we have uh, Darcy and, and Jesse. So they're back. First of all, I actually thought it was pretty nice of him to come back to New York to break up with her. <laughs> Am I the only one who feels that way? What episode are you on season uh, two? I don't know, like eight maybe. So he's come back to New York to break up, to with, break her. up with her. So have you got? have you gotten to the episode yet i'm sure you have where they get in the fight over the steak yes that is like a like that is like a famous episode oh really yes see i'm sort of working blind that is a famous episode because he literally flips his shit because she's like you don't want to cut the steak like that you'll lose all the juice like let it rest and he's like stop babe stop but telling me what to do he's a baby he's the worst i mean as awful as darcy is no he's jesse is awful but he's also 24 and i feel like that really comes through but jesse's also an abusive he's abusive to her yes he's like an abusive guy it's a weird relationship so i did see that i also saw obviously where she threw the shoe at him oh the louboutin basically calls the police almost like yeah she didn't even really throw the shoe at him she kind of just threw the shoe in anger like obviously they hate each other i mean i don't know (laughs) What the, the deal is the here. other the other amazing like classic moment from that season with Darcy and Jesse is when they're at the pizza place and they get in the fight at the pizza place right. and she's making lightly making fun of him like honey you don't eat it with a knife and a fork you pick it up and he's like that's not etiquette babe Ugh, there's something and, so awful when abusive guys use the word babe I don't, it's ugh. like a pet peeve of mine it's also was just like infuriating because it's like this guy. Is so thinks he's right all the time. He can't even accept that. Like, also, she's not strong enough to call him out in a really great way. No, do you know what I mean? There's always a little desperation in her fights where she still feels like I still love him. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, she needs to put him in his place, and I actually feel like he'd be attracted to that because he wants a mama. He does, and she's just too needy. She has so many issues. But I will say to Darcy's credit, she looks hot this season. Yeah. She's way like better than a hundred times better than the first season. Yeah, like the I agree. blonde hair is so much better she for her. She looks so cute with the blonde hair. Uh, yeah. So I would say keep the blonde, Darcy. Um, now we also have, of course, Paul and Karini are back. Oh my God. I love them. So she's pregnant now for me. Yeah. In the series. Yeah. Uh, and, but she still wants the divorce. So that's where I'm at with those two. <laughs> What an awful this this year has 
my favorite thing from the first season, but it's even more prevalent now where they're using the translation yeah. machine to fight because <laughs> they're married now. So their fights are more intense and longer right. and they're they're Now they have it voice activated. Yes. So it's like even better because you can hear them saying it and then the translation and like the whole thing is such a mess because Paul still won't learn Portuguese. It's just, it's just like, I'm glad he won't learn Portuguese because I love this so much. It makes it so much more stupider. Yeah. Like if I was in the argument, I feel like no matter how angry I was, at some point I would be like, "This is pretty funny, though, right?" Yeah. <laughs> like, I kind of I would have to like kind of laugh at some point, right? So it would kind of ease the tension a bit. Like, yeah. So I do kind of I know that it, they do not get divorced, but I do love that she's like, "I still want a divorce after the baby." Like that's pretty amazing. Yeah. For me. And I also love how much his mom hates him or her mom hates him. And then the other funny scene was when the guy translator came in, but he was kind of editing what they were both saying yes. to each other. Yes. That's another amazing like thing to see. And has he run, he's run away a few times. He's You've run seen away him a run few away. times. Well, he ran after he had the conversation with the mom, just like in the streets of Brazil. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't go into the woods or anything. That's honestly like my, the funniest thing about Paul to me is like his signature move is like whenever he gets too stressed out about something, he literally runs. It's, yeah, he's like doing the literal version of the metaphor, like running away from your conflict or pain no, or whatever. He like, literally runs from his problems. I mean, it's so... It's, and he'll like, it doesn't matter where he is, like he'll run away. He'll be like in the middle of the woods and he's just running. He's one of the most damaged people I've ever seen. And right. I feel like we still don't know why he's this Have way. Have you gotten to like his criminal history? Yes, but I still don't get what made him this way. Right. We don't like know from the his childhood. Story. Like how is he so needy? It's crazy. Right. Um, then the other big couple this season, I guess, is Ashley and John. So the ones who met on the karaoke app. Oh, isn't that Rachel? And Oh, Rachel. I'm yeah. sorry. Rachel. Um, that's right. Rachel. Cause I kept thinking like, she's not a Rachel to me. <laughs> like, that's my I, thing. I appreciate that. I was like that. so irritated that her name was Rachel. I am too. Trust me. She's not like a Rachel to me. No. She's in England now. They haven't gotten married, but she's back there to marry him. Yeah. But she had some questions about his, she like logged onto his social media. That's like a big thing in 90 day fiance. Everyone's on each other's social media yeah. and checking, which will lead me to Angela and Michael. <gasps> oh, cause she's always on his Instagram. Angela is an abusive bitch. She reminds me so much of my aunts growing up. Like, I can't even tell you how triggered I am. The only difference is they're all like, they're not like Trump supporters, but they're exactly that type of woman. Like, fucking pushy, very large. (laughs) But like, they think that they're the hottest things on earth. Like, do you know what I mean? Which is great. But they're just so fucking ballsy and pushy that it's like embarrassing sometimes because they're so rude. Like, the whole thing where she wanted to wear that, like, sexy tank top yeah like she's just like with her tits out like all the time it's amazing she is so fascinating to watch but i fucking loathe her well it's funny because before i watched this show i remember very distinctly the clip where he said she was fat in the marketplace yeah being like a viral right everyone was sharing it because i knew that moment before i had seen the show yeah and then when I saw it in context, I was like, well, he's just saying it literally as like a descriptor. Right. It wasn't an insult. No. And he it's like likes, a language thing. Right. Like he's obviously attracted to her, but it definitely came off more as a, 
language thing where he was just using it as a descriptor right. and not an insult. Whereas when I first heard it on Twitter, it seemed like an insult, like he was being abusive towards no, her. No, he said like he likes big girls. That's like... Yeah, but she was really offended by it. She was like, Michael! Yeah, and then the the recent thing they've had... Okay, this is an insane story where he, she confronts him about the blowjob. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that he got on his birthday. Yes, but his the fact that he lied and like he admitted to something he didn't do just just to shut her up is so hilarious to me and makes a lot of sense. (laughs) Poor Michael just wants his green card so bad. He, I've never seen someone want a green card more (laughs) than to put it. Also, I don't quite get it. Like, like, why would you want to move that bad? Like to put up with this and be married to Angela. Sometimes I think like, Oh, part of it, like part of me thinks like, Oh, he is sexually attracted to her, but the other, but like also he just, he like rolls his eyes at her. He's like, okay, okay. Well, also, one thing I didn't get was how obsessed she was that he has a picture of her on her phone, his phone. Like, yeah, I didn't quite get what she wanted. Like, does he not even have one picture on his phone, or did she want it to be his his lock screen? Like, I couldn't understand exactly what she wanted. Yeah, I wasn't quite sure. So she's always like talking about social media, and she just seems like someone whose personality is old school and was not cut out for the paranoia inducing effects of social media. Right. She was probably already someone who thought every guy cheated on her. Right. And now she has this ability to like monitor things. Yeah. She does say you're following a thousand women on Instagram. No, she does that in the third season too. She's like, Michael, who is that in the background of this picture? Yeah. So that's kind of hilarious to me. She's a mess. Now the other story on this season that I find completely dull is Marta and the guy the Muslim guy in Algeria. Oh, that story, they literally just like stopped doing that story. Like, it's it so doesn't boring. Go anywhere. It doesn't go anywhere. That's already not going anywhere. Like, they shouldn't even end up going there. Like, right. they didn't she even get it, visa or something. Yeah. No, there's like nothing compelling nothing about that happened. story. Nothing happened. And I think that's, oh, the other sad story is Tariq and Hazel. I don't even remember that. They're one. in the Philippines and she is not interested at all. She literally seems like the most depressive person I've ever seen on television. I don't even remember that. So that makes it extra sad because I was like, she just wants to get out of Philippines Aww. and move to America and she does not have any interest in this guy. And he's a perfectly fine guy, like, but there's no affection there and he's always wanting it. Aww. And she's just clearly wants to leave the Philippines. Oh, that's really so, sad. So yeah, that's it. And that's then, my update. And then Ricky and that other girl. Oh, Melissa. Yeah. Okay, but that ends up kind of working out with Hamina, the other one. Oh, yeah, he met some other girl there. Yeah, but then that was the drama because he had to tell her that he originally went down for Melissa. Right. And she freaks out. I forgot about that. So that story's pretty good, actually. I like that one. that story got good, yeah. I'm really excited for you to get to season three so you can get caught up. Is season three the one airing now? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. So you... Oh, my God. So I'm almost done with You're season two. You're almost there. And then... But I don't know where I'll watch season three. Is it on Hulu? Uh-huh. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, it's on Hulu. Um, um, but yeah, so that's what I'm watching. That was pretty much what I watched. Yeah. Cool. That's it. Did uh, you watch anything? I did. I watched uh, a BTK documentary. Okay. And it came out earlier this year. Hold on. Let me find the name of it. It's called BTK, A Killer Among Us, and I watched it on Amazon. It's an investigation discovery documentary. Okay. And it, it's a really good one. Um, they have like a lot of interviews from BTK's, like the victim's family members, so oh. I really enjoyed seeing 
their perspective of it. I actually kind of started crying during some of it. Really? Yeah. Like, I mean, I've been, BTK is like a serial killer I've been fascinated with since the, the case broke that they arrested him. Um, so I really, I thought it was good to be able to see this other side of it that you don't see and you don't see in a lot of documentaries is like the victim's side of it uh, were like the interviews, you know, like, I mean, I thought they like focused a lot on that, which was good. Um, wait, is it on Netflix? No, it's on, I, I got it. I rented it on Amazon. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I was like in a BTK mood. Yeah. Like I wanted to watch a documentary about him. So, but it was, it was also really creepy too, because you know, they show, it's always creepy when they show like the trial footage and you see them like talking and you just want to like, yeah, fucking throw up. Yeah. Um, but I recommend it if you're into BTK or serial killers. I'm watching this Russian show on Netflix right now called Better Than Us. It's it's a it's like about robots. Okay, and it's pretty good. I like it, but it has subtitles. Oh yeah, yeah, or dubbed. We're watching yeah. it with dubbed and subtitles. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much that's pretty much it. No, I haven't. I haven't listened to any podcasts either, like new ones. And we'll see the culpable right now. Oh, I almost started that. Yeah, I just started it. Like, a okay, couple days so is ago. it good? Yeah, I like it. Yeah, someone it's recommended good. that on the Facebook group where we're talking about it. Yeah. Uh, okay, food. I had a pizza tonight. Well, as as everyone knows, <laughs> I posted a picture today. I'm honestly furious. Okay, well, here's the thing. I was going to visit my friend who loves those donuts. So I was. Where in is the donut from, Desi? Danny Trejo's donut place. Oh, you went to Trejo's without me? Look, I was on a rush. Desi, that's literally like so close to my house. I'm well, like, I went to the gym I'm and like, then I drove. Now I'm actually going to cry. Like, <laughs> now Rachel's going to cry. So I went, I had to go there, but it's on the way to where I was going. And I stopped and got the donuts and I was really hungry and I was yeah. actually so worried I was going to faint. <laughs> I love how you're be- making this all dramatic now. Like I'm supposed to feel sorry for yeah. you that you betrayed me. Yeah. You went to my donut I was place faint. without me. I was very faint when you this did this happened. behind my back. No wonder you didn't post the name of the donut place on. I did tag on it on Twitter. No, oh, you- not on Twitter, but on Instagram, I did. Well, I didn't notice that. Um. So while I was in there, this is my logic. Please believe me, I have bad food logic because I said to myself, "Well, I don't want it to be too bad, so I should get." the ice cream rather than a donut because <laughs> I felt like okay so I was like oh it's kind of like lighter to yeah. just get soft serve rather than a heavy donut but then he said to me do you want it in a cone and I said well what kind of cone is it and he said it's a um, cinnamon sugar donut cone <laughs> and how so do then, you say no to that then I was like well I have to get that like Right. I was like, I was trying. He's like, he's like, you don't seem too convinced. I was like, well, I was trying to be good and just get the ice cream, and now I'm gonna get a fucking donut cone. Then he takes the donut cone out, so it's like cinnamon sugar all over it, donut, soft donut, and inside it's chocolate glazed. Like the inside of the cone was glazed with chocolate, and then they just squirt the soft serve right in there. (laughs) And I was like eating it in the car. In the parking lot for that donut shop, which is really small. And there's a bus stop right there. So there's all these people. And Desi's like, <laughs> I'm like scarfing it down with all these people literally just staring at me because they're waiting at the bus stop right yeah. there. And like a huge plop squirts 
on my tits, like when I'm eating it. <laughs> and I'm just sitting there. I'm like, I was like, honestly, like, I just cannot not be hot. I'm just always sexy. <laughs> I just squirt and shit on my tits. It's like, I'm a walking porn star if you want that kind of thing. <laughs> if that kind of thing gets you off. If you want a sweaty, desperate woman straight from the gym, yeah. squirting ice cream all over Squirting food all over my tits, I'm your girl. Yeah. Like, I'm literally always you. dropping food down there. Always. So, uh, yeah. So it was pretty good. I have to say I enjoyed it, but I don't know if it's something that I'm like, I have to have that every day, which is good, but it was definitely tasty. Like I recommend it. Personally, I think Trejo's Donuts, they're like, they're my favorite in LA. They have really good flavors, but they're not too crazy that they're weird. I'm not into like, I don't want crazy toppings. I don't want fruity pebbles on them. And I'm like... And like for me to say that like Trey House has become my favorite donuts is like a big deal for me because for my whole life I've been like adamant only old school basic donut shops. Those are my favorite shops. I yes. don't want the crazy gourmet ones. But no. Trey House is on is so they're good. kind of they're kind of like basic classic donuts with like a smidge of a twist. Yes. So they're not too crazy. Right. Like they have like a margarita one, but it's just like a lime glaze with salt like crumbles. Right. Do you know what I mean? So it's kind of not too crazy and there's no alcohol in it. It's just whatever. Right. My favorite is the Abuelita though. Right. That's a great one. So it's basically like a chocolate cinnamon glaze. It's really good. Yeah. And even just their plain glazed ones, they're good. Yeah. Like it's a good, they make a good donut. They're good donuts. And today they had like a berry glaze that was, Ooh. so they had the pink, like the classic looking pink. I love right. the pink glaze I do donuts. Too. I just love the way they look. I do too. So they had those. Did not get one of those, but they looked so pretty. I wish they were open at night because I want to go right now. Yeah. I, I like just started my period. This is the week of pain for me. I had you period guys. too. No, this is the week of pain. This is about me right now. Well, what about me when I got faint and I had to get <laughs> ice cream? <laughs> I haven't. Oh my God. I haven't been. Honestly, able- you already have lower back pain on your period a lot too. I'm saying yeah. this is the week of pain. I just started my period and I've my back went out like this week. So I'm, I'm fucked right now. All I want is donuts and ice cream right now. It was good. So Um, that's my food. That's, that was a pretty good food story. Yeah. That's what we ate. Okay. Bye. Um, is that it? Yeah, I guess that's it. Okay. Okay. Bye. Bye.